This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They're going to put Turner on intentionally here with a one and two count. And they go lefty lefty for Souza with Muncy. Even Freeman saying, Wow. That's, what did they say? Did it hit? Maybe they did. It's an intentional walk there. Yeah. Tony! What are you doing? <laughs> wow. That's here to see fan. Tony, what are you doing? Is that, I heard that. Now, wait a second. They're going to intentionally gonna... walk him. On one and two? Yep. Can you explain that to me? I would think you don't want Turner to do any more damage, and you want to take advantage of the lefty-lefty. Typically, at two strikes, the league batting average is quite low. Oh, yeah. It is that. When was the last time you saw somebody intentionally walked on one and two? Doesn't happen often. Get strike, <laughs> Welcome on in. Thank you, L. Daly, right here on the Beck UL Network. Joe O, Joe G with you on a Friday. We got a great show. We got a ton to get to. NBA Finals game number four tonight. We had a... Um, uh, the Eastern Conference Finals in hockey last night. The Lightning went ahead. A lot of baseball today, some NFL futures. But we got to start what happened right there in your backyard, Joe, in Chicago. <laughs> that was mind-boggling what I watched yesterday. Tony La Russa, sixth inning of the game against the Dodgers. Left-handed pitcher has a 1-2 count on Trey Turner. A 1-2 count. And I guess on one of the pitches, the ball, the ball was in the dirt or whatever. And the runner on first, Freeman went to second. Opens up first base. La Russa decides on a one-two count to intentionally walk Trey Turner to bring up Max Muncy, who proceeds to hit a home run, and then everyone laughs at Tony La Russa. That was some of the worst managing I have ever seen in my life. I mean, you got people who cover the game like, we can't think anything ever that's ever happened like this. It was egregious what I saw yesterday. Managers don't matter, huh? <laughs> Managers don't matter? Look what's Sometimes happened since the Phillies moved on from Joe Girardi. Look what might happen on the south side, maybe preventing them from winning the division. That's how bad that manager is. The layers. Do you see do you see Freddie Freeman in real time? Shocked. Like, wait, wait, what's Shocked. happening? What? That guy's seen everything in this game. There's a lot of people that seen everything. You know why? People are so shocked. Because it's never happened before. No, people looked it up since this has been tracked. We have never seen a pitcher up on a hitter 
with a one-two count. Joe Sheehan tweeted about it. And then, you know what? This is getting a little dangerous right now. Up one-two on the hitter. That, that That's what I was... Tony was combative after the game. He always is. But let's listen to the reaction. Tony, TLR going back and forth with the White Sox media, which which could have gone a lot harder. Take a listen. Can you explain the, uh, the thought process on the intentional walk with... Um... With to, to Turner? Turner. At 1-2. So let me ask you a question. Is there is there some question about whether that was a good move or not? I guess at one two is the question. At the counter, you know what he hits against left hand pitching with one oh one or two strikes. You know what he hits. Well, you know what Muncy hits with two strikes with against left hand pitcher. I mean, is that really a question? Because it was one and two. Turner was a, a strike left against a left hander is not something you can avoid if you can. And we had an open base, and Muncy happened to be the guy behind him, and that's a better matchup. Here again, somebody disagrees. That's that's the beauty of this game. Welcome to it. But that, that wasn't a tough call. Wasn't so, a tough call. <laughs> first off, that's Scott Merkin from WhiteSox.com. Okay. He was not even going after him. He's just looking for some clarity. Right. And and Tony was on the defense throughout. Here's my this is what my follow-up would have been. Wait, wait, wait. So hold up. So your goal during the at-bat when it was big advantage White Sox, big advantage pitcher. So so all your goal was to get him let, – okay, let's go against him. But if he gets two, two strikes, bail out. Bail out. We've got, we've got to because his numbers are too good with two strikes for Turner. Like you had him where you want – what do I even – what do you say to that? What do you say? That's going to cost you if you make the playoffs. If you make the playoffs, decisions like this. I mean, and then, of course, Muncie hits the homer, a three-run homer, and that decides the game in the end because it was a two-run game, 11-9. to Here's the thing. If it was any other situation, Joe G., I would say, yeah, they're going to fire him. You have to fire him. What an embarrassment, a national embarrassment this is. But Jerry Reisdorf is an old man, and he's a stubborn man, and he's gone on record time and time again saying the biggest mistake he ever made was letting GM at the time, Hawk Harrelson, fire Hall of Fame manager Tony La Russa, and he's not going to do it a second time. Rick Hahn, the general manager, did not want this hire. He's mad about it. I'm sure he's pleading with Jerry and company about this, but it's a one-man show. It's one man making this call. It's not going to happen. He, I Please, I would love to be wrong on this one. Tony La Russa is not going anywhere this season. He's going to stay put on the south side. The question is, is he going to be back next year? Because reportedly, they, do, they don't like to make managerial contracts public. But Nightingale is is as locked in with Jerry as anybody, and he has said that it's three years. So you ever have a uh, someone you know it could be a relative, maybe a, a grandfather or something, and they get older and like they used to be really good at something, whether they were like a carpenter or they could fix things up, and then you like you always assume they can still do it, and then one mm-hmm. day you're like they need help, right? They can't, they it's just not there anymore. Tony La Russa used to be the numbers guy; he was ahead of everyone. He constructed mm-hmm. modern bullpen uses. What got me yesterday, because I was trying to understand what he was talking about. Like I was listening to him and like I'm laughing in one part of my brain. But then the other one, I'm like, all right, what is he talking about? 
I think he was referencing their splits for this season, which is such a tiny sample, right? It's a tiny sample of Turner, what maybe two strikes against lefties, Muncie against a lefty. Here's what kills me about this. If you go back through their careers, and it shouldn't, I, I think all numbers people should look big picture rather than small picture, right? Because the big picture tells the story. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. In his career, Trey Turner, 1-2 count, is a 197 hitter with a 203 on base percentage. It's almost an instant out. And that's any hitter, right? Like 1-2 count, mm-hmm. you said it's, an, it's a major advantage. Max Muncy for his career, Joe, is a reverse splits guy. He has a higher OPS against lefties. Like... What is Tony La Russa going off that he thought that was the right decision? He took almost an automatic out, gave him first base, and put up a guy that has reverse splits. It, it was I, – I can't believe that happened in a Major League Baseball game. And imagine having money on the White Sox yesterday. Imagine putting real – like you always say, real American dollars on Tony La Russa. <laughs> I would – I'd be calling Jerry Reinsdorf myself right now. Get him out. Oh, how about – this happened in the sixth inning. But how about that first five bet? It was four nothing White Sox, two outs in the fifth inning. And and that's a loser. Not a push, a loser. Berger making errors at the hot corner. Zero earned runs. Um before TLR walked out there, Cease was at 110 pitches in that fifth inning. I mean, it was just like, are you gonna pull him at some point? Is this ever gonna happen? Uh, remarkable. You didn't think you were going to walk in today and start with Major League Baseball with a short Thursday card, did you? But I, I we we had to. That's remarkable, remarkable. And here we here we are, and the White Sox are still favorites to win the division. They're actually bigger favorites than we've seen in recent weeks. Do you think the White Sox should still be favored as long as Tony Larusa is the manager to win the Central? No. Uh, even if they get their players back, I mean, which they're going to get some players back, Lynn is, is probably close now. I mean, this division likely is, is coming down to a game or two. I can't imagine one team's going to run five away from the other one. They, I mean, he's going to cost them games. It's just mm-hmm. remarkable that he didn't think there was a debate here. That, that's It's almost like it's a Saturday Night Live skit. Like, it's a bit, it but It didn't dawn on him. It didn't dawn on him that he made the wrong move. Does I mean you said it's a one man show? Doesn't he have someone in that dugout? Like, hey, Tony, are we sure maybe, on this one? Maybe he's leaning on. See, you brought up the numbers and how we all see old people and they they just lose it. See, and he, you're right. He was the numbers guy. He was he was revolutionary at a time. But I my thinking was when he brought up those numbers. There are so many numbers out there. There are so many different metrics. He doesn't know what to look at. Right. So he picked one that would be in his favor, even though that one is extremely flawed. Yeah, that's probably it. He saw that and he's like, well, this is the right move, even though years of history say it is not the right it move. Is, it's a it's a five-game lead this morning. 
And I see on DraftKings, the White Sox are plus money. They're still the favorite, but everybody's plus money. They're plus 105. The Twins, plus 125. Guardians, plus 600. By the way, the Guardians are three games back. White Sox, five games back in third place. And the White Sox are still the favorite. They're minus money everywhere else. I, I've been saying it forever. When's that going to change? I mean, how heavy are they regarding the remaining schedule? Because the White Sox have the easiest in Major League Baseball. So many games with Kansas City and a ton of games with Minnesota, which is probably how it's going to be decided. Yeah, you're right. Um, and that's probably a big part of it. And, you know, Tony won't be able to blow every game, but that was just remarkable. Did Ozzie, uh, I saw Ozzie Guillen was going to be a guest on the score this morning in Chicago. Oh, I'm sure he had something great yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah. Well, Ozzie has consistently been in Tony's corner, but, you know, Ozzie was on the postgame show locally that, that, that carries the game. And they, how do you not criticize him you after that? And, I mean, if you're kind of reading between the lines, Ozzy is angling to be the next White Sox manager to get that job again. It's probably the only team in Major League Baseball that would hire him at this point. Listen, so, for the content alone, I need oh, it. How about that? How how about that scenario? People bringing up Girardi and Matt. No, that's, that's not going to happen. But the Madden thing would be pretty cool if they brought him on the south side. Sure. How about that revenge tour? That would be fun. But to pull Ozzy out of the studio at NBC Sports Chicago to go manage, and it's Ozzy. Like, yeah, it, it was Man, it's not going to happen. Like, we can t- keep talking about it. The man's not going anywhere, not this year. Maybe they can come to some kind of agreement in the offseason, but I just don't see it. It's amazing. I I, I just now I don't can't get wait. on the White Sox 22 to one. I was on with Buffalo and uh, Mike show brought up WGR. He's like, I, I made a futures bet in the American League with a little bit of value. Want to get your thoughts? Said White Sox 22 to one. I was like, uh, I can't get there. I can't. We got the senile manager walking people on one, two counts. <laughs> Can't. Cash well, out. You made, you made the bet before. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. I'll, I'll tweet him now to cash out. <laughs> cash out right now. Get out of it. All right. Last night, Lightning in the NHL. They win. They take a 3-2 series lead. Joe, we had a couple of hockey guests on recently, and, and we threw out the idea of maybe the best play on that series was to take the Lightning minus a game and a half, even though they were at one point, you know, underdogs in the series. Mm-hmm. But They've taken control now. Now they get to go back home for game number six. The Rangers run feels like it might be over. Remember when we had that eight goal game to start things off? The Hawks like, I hate hockey. You know, this is supposed to be a low scoring series. Aaron, it is. Just had to play the whole series out because we've had four straight unders hit since game number one. Only four goals last night. Two come at the very end. And uh, puck line Tampa Bay plus 200 ended up being the play. Speaking of Buffalo, they, they brought that up. I'm like, yeah, ha, ha, you get the better team and you get the much better odds on the puck line. Tampa Bay unders have hit nine of the last 10 games. Uh, they were a slight favorite yesterday on the road. Minus 125 have our first road win of the series. It comes in uh, number five here. Uh, Palat with the game winning goal. That was interesting. Uh, because they all had the goal score props posted after the show. And uh, so I didn't get a chance to look at it until then. You know, Stamkos, Kucherov, people have been playing those and they've been hitting at a high clip. But Palad has been scoring nearly as much as them, now scores a goal in five of the last six games. And the odds were double. He was plus 270 to score a goal last night. And he ends up with the game winner. 
yeah, Lightning with a, uh, I, I'll say commanding 3-2 series lead as they head home for game number six. I, I feel like the odds had it right when it was 2-2 and it was Tampa Bay plus 350, Rangers plus 650 for a good reason. Yeah, Tampa Bay is now minus 490 to win this series, up 3-2. <laughs> yeah. Um, light, if, if you wanted to play it a different way, if you think it gets to a game seven, Lightning plus 340 to win it in seven. Rangers plus 410 to win it in seven. So if you think the Rangers can win game number six, um, there are some plays there for game seven with some big plus money. But the Tampa Bay is a big, big favorite now to win this thing. And uh, they've moved now. How about this? They've moved down to plus 195 for the cup. The Rangers are down to 16 and one for the cup. Well, you know what else? What is interesting, though? is that at most books, the Colorado number came down a little bit because it's more clear that it's going to be Tampa Bay, uh, the majority of them at minus 200, right. instead of 230, 240 like it was yesterday. Yeah, so an e- more even series with the Lightning and the Avalanche, which we're probably headed towards in the Stanley Cup final. All right, on the other side, let's talk NBA draft. We're just a few weeks away. Inside thoughts on how this might go. Ricky O'Donnell is going to join us from SB Nation to talk NBA draft next on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.